Vegas hockey hotline. Get your calls ready. Uh, we got great guests lined up all week long. We're going to have some fun with that. Right now on a Tuesday, we head east. We go to Baltimore. You can get hold of the guys at johnsyndicate.com, 1-800-880-7507, 800-880-7507. John and Mike join us. And I just want you to know, guys, in the previous segment, uh, Bruce Marshall said he thinks your Washington Capitals are going to make it to the finals this year. So there you go. Oh, because he wasn't certainly wasn't talking about my Baltimore Orioles or Ravens. Uh, well, forget the Orioles. How about the Ravens last week? Man, you had it won, then they took it away from you. Listen, my son texted me. I was at the office. He goes, we won it. I said, you better watch that replay. He goes, no. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, instant replay. He said, he texts me back. He's 11. He goes, epic fail. It was amazing. It was amazing. I said, there's something great about texting your son when it has nothing to do with wagering. It was amazing. But, you know, you know, I was watching these bad beats this weekend, and it was, you know, it was one of those things where I'll lose when this public wins. And, you know, it was one of those things where this, the public on Sunday just had that great day where they loaded up on New England, Brady comes back, and the squares win. And it was like all the good teams just, you know, the, the double-digit favorites in the NFL just you rolled, and, you know, Cleveland's just horrible. And, you know, it's just one of those weekends where you just – the home team edge didn't matter in the NFL. And, you know, you, you – that's what happens. You know, I'll be honest with you. I was again, I'm sure you were in Buffalo. I had the Rams. The Rams kept going down and kicking field goals. And now why were you, uh, I why got are field... you sure I was on Buffalo? Oh, just because you're a homer. Um, uh, see, I, I just, I, but, can't, I can't win. Uh, guess what? I was on Buffalo. <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know, I mean, listen, you, if you watch them move the ball, they, they kept kicking threes. You can't win in the NFL if you're going to kick threes. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And then what I said yesterday was I didn't touch last night's game. I basically said, here everybody gets cocky, and they lay all the wood on Sunday. Watch what happens tonight. The line goes from four to six for no reason when you know the quarterback's out. And, of course, Tampa Bay fine, and everybody gets cocky after the, in the third quarter when Carolina comes and scores two touchdowns. And wouldn't you know it? Tampa finds a way to win. So this is this is the NFL. It is literally any given Sunday or Monday. And now we have the NHL starting tomorrow. We have um, on the 25th the triple header with uh, uh, the the Knicks, Cleveland, Jazz, Portland, and Spurs, Golden State. I'm already looking way yeah, ahead. And then we have on really? Veterans Day. You can talk hoops. Really. Veterans Day, we got we got Midnight Madness yeah, coming. I mean, cool. it, and then I mean, listen, this is the time of year where you can make a fortune. Believe it or not, we got South American soccer yeah. in play <laughs> for our clients this afternoon. Yeah. So look, it was a great Saturday for our clients. It was a horrible Sunday. It is what it is. But this is the. I always say NFL is the hardest, I believe, the hardest sport where clients love it the most, but it's the hardest sport to beat. And Mike joins us as well uh, from johnsyndicate.com. And Mike, you know. Oh, by the way, Arietta, how did he lose that game? They should have left him until the end. Uh, mm. Well, you want a bad beat. I, I had the Giants on the run line, so I get lucky, and they get the runs against Chapman. And the last thing in the world you want the reliever to do is come in with a home run hitter on deck. I mean, it doesn't matter who's on deck. You've got a two-run lead. You throw it over the plate and let the guy hit it. You don't walk the leadoff batter, and, of course, they get the two-run homer, and they win by one. 
Uh, there you go. Nice plus well, price. Well, I'm going to let Mike drink. talk in a second, but you know, one of the things that I don't believe in handicapping is this whole nonsense of the team has to win. Like, you know, Mike said before we went on the air, the Cubs have to win tonight. Yeah, they got to win tonight. So what? Doesn't mean they're going to win. You know, I just don't buy it. Boston had a win last night, and you didn't think he was going to be hit, you know, Big Poppy's last game. Guess what? It was his last game. I mean, everybody says, you know, a team's not going to get swept and they have to win. Yeah. And, you know, I looked at la- the last Last night's game, and I said, look at Arietta. They're making him a dog. What a joke. It's such a good, the word you hate, the value play. And it scared me so much that I couldn't stomach taking him. And he he hits the three-run homer to basically do everything he can to win the game. And then, uh, of all people, Chapman kind of comes in and lets it go. But even going back to last night, Mike, you know, just go to the NFL game. When you watch that game, you're sitting there going, Anderson played really good he was fine how can you throw that pass first and goal at the one and throw an interception in the Panthers here's the Panthers in the Super Bowl last year doing that kind of nonsense these guys are they're up against it now well the Panthers both their starting cornerbacks are rookies they let go of their starting cornerback from the first few weeks that was getting trampled on anyway and they released him so they're playing with a banged up secondary obviously they let go of Norman from last year so he's gone that takes away half the field like it did last year their inside are pretty good but with Cam not being in there and it's a different types of structure of the offense they're just not a good team this year they're a team that might get to five or six games if they get lucky all right, hey, go to college football because you guys were talking about this and, and John you do this all the time with baseball you're always searching for the nice juicy bomb take the long shot uh, but a lot of these things, and, and sometimes again, like we're talking certainly about, not taking Rutgers. Well, what? yeah, exactly. But we're talking about the first segment, how these numbers get overinflated with New England up to nine. They don't even have a lineup on the Rutgers game. And what? Buffalo, you know, goes way up to, to eight. Should they be laying eight against anybody? But it's just so week to week, you see these opportunities that, that uh, you look at in college football. The one thing sticking out like a sore thumb at this time of year, and that's the home dogs are absolutely worth looking at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is where, and listen, this is where I look at the line moves very early in the week. And when you look at teams like Utah at Oregon State, the line opens at 13 and comes all the way down to nine, below 10, away from the 14 number. And you ask yourself, who's moving that? Why is it moving? Is it just smart money looking in the middle of the game? I mean, you have to look at these games early in the week, and the average public guy is not going to be in tune with these early moves. They're not going to look at games like Florida State, Wake Forest. Wake Forest just rolled. They opened up last week at 2.5 and, and closed at 4.5, and, a half and they, I think they won 28-9. to nine. Now they're at Florida State, and the line went from 23 and a half. All the early money's coming in on Wake Forest as a road dog. They're now down on a key number of 21. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm literally a student of the line move, not a student of the teams. And so I'm watching and monitoring this stuff right up to every moment. If there's a line move, I know about it. Not so much on the totals because the line moves will move whether – more on the weather on the game day, but look at Alabama. I mean, they, they can't – they're going to – this thing might hit 14 by game time. Opened up at 10.5, now it's 12.5 at Tennessee, giving Tennessee no respect. But Sharps will come in and they'll play Tennessee. If that thing hits 14, you know it right at game time. You guys still rolling out the, um, you know, running strong with the second-half wagers? Yeah, I mean, yesterday was a perfect example where I said on my Snapchat, I know you've downloaded Snapchat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because 
I'm going to be back on November 5th sitting in your office, mm-hmm. and I hope that you're, we're going to be snapping together. Um, so here's the thing. When I'm back November 5th in your office, we'll, we'll pull out that Snapchat. My offer. Uh, I wish you were in studio, your studio. Um, um, but here's the thing. They made that line yesterday, 6-23 and 23 in the second half. And I said, they're going to suck everybody into playing Carolina and the over. And it looked like Carolina was going to absolutely rock and roll. And that's what they do. You know, they try to get these guys. Look, I had Cincinnati, and I lost. It's the hardest thing to do when you have a play and you're losing is to come back and play the same team in the second half. But that was the play in the NFL. Take Cincinnati in the second half because they're getting blown out, blitzed. And guess what? Fourth quarter, they score 14, and they win the second half. And that's where you have to stay unemotional and separate yourself from the fact that you're going to lose the actual play, but you can come back and you hedge it back and get back in the game making that same lousy straight play and going back to the window for the second half on the same team that's actually still going to lose the game. Although, and you, and you got it. And, and, well, no, no, that was against Dallas. I was going to say, New England never takes anybody out. But, it, but th- that's a, a really good thought process that you're sitting there going that many, in many instances, too. Teams, when they get the big league, I, it's the most unbelievable thing to me. I watch this every week. You're throttling a team on defense. So you get a 17 or a 20 point lead, and then they go to they go to a, a a two deep zone or play dime defense and let them throw the dink and dump stuff and go down and get points when you know because they're so worried about the big play they wouldn't have got a point on you if you didn't change anything and they do that so knowing that the teams take their foot off the pedal that's a great opportunity and knowing the coaches that are inclined to do that over the course of time it's something you got to follow. Right, but emotion, like we did in our 26-minute, our 24-minute video, emotional players are going to not want to chase the team that they already know they're going to throw away that original ticket on. And a lot of the times, if you go and you look at the original ticket you have and you're going to throw it away, you could make that same play in the second half and you're going to get your money back. All right, Mike, what do you got coming up for uh, college football this weekend? What are uh, some of the things you're keeping an eye on here? Well, I mean, I do like that spot with Hughes getting 19 at home versus Virginia Tech. I don't think Virginia Tech's that good. And anybody, look, anybody getting almost three touchdowns at home, you have a shot. And um, that's one of my – it's a good spot for them this week. And in the NFL, a good spot. Everybody, I think, is expecting Atlanta to stumble at Seattle, but they're getting a touchdown. It might set six right now, but it's probably going to go up to seven is what I predict. So that's a good spot for them because they're sticking with everybody this year. And Seattle is not all that. They're not blowing teams out. Getting a touchdown is pretty important in the NFL. And, hey, knock on wood, huh? You guys, uh, and, you know, our thoughts and prayers go with everybody on the eastern seaboard uh, after Hurricane Matthew going through there. You guys you kind of you guys kind of ducked out on that, missed, missed the, the meeting? Yeah, it was just really windy on the NFL, and, uh, and that was it. I mean, it was just really windy in Maryland. That was it. Otherwise, uh, no big deal. Hey, Brian, that's why Harbaugh didn't actually kick a field goal. He was going for the fake field goals. That's his excuse. The, the hurricane coming in. No, oh, brother. Yeah. What was Jeff Fisher's excuse with the fake punt, punt from his own 20? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, listen, how pumped are you for tomorrow's uh, beginning of the oh, love uh, it. NHL season? Do you have any future plays for me? Uh, we talked in the, in the first uh, segment. I think Florida could regress a little bit. They got a couple of big injuries. Uh, in the Eastern Conference. What are the odds on the Las Vegas team? Where's my jersey? You going to have it for me on November 5th? Uh, no. 
no, no, I mean, I, because it doesn't exist. No, I, I guess they're looking oh, at. Oh, right, I forgot. It they're looking make at. Make sure it's double zero because he's, uh, he's the double zero. Double zero. No, I think like November 11th <laughs> is the earliest, but like November 11th, November 18th, uh, somewhere in there, the jerseys will be yeah, out. That's so a you, good day. Midnight Madness. You'll have a souvenir to take home to the little ones. There you go. All right, guys, listen, uh, you can get hold of the fellas at johnsyndicate.com, 1-800-880-7507. Yes, sir. San Jose State, 0-5. We're 0-4. They're playing your Nevada, plus one and a half. Take Nevada as your free selection. I never give out a free game on the radio. That team is pitiful. Hawaii beat them. That means anybody can beat them. Your Nevada is going to beat them. Well, the people here in Las Vegas would not call them our Nevada. <laughs> they are. Well, in, I'm telling you. And by it. the way, are you excited? On October 19th, I believe you're going to have both candidates at UNLV. I would love to come see that, or 11th or something. That's uh, that's that's big action. I will be uh, in the corner of my bedroom, uh, maybe going under the bed in the fetal position, sucking my thumb <laughs> that night. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll see you guys. So when are you coming back? I will be there three days before the general election. So when we're on air, we'll be able to discuss it. Beautiful. On the 5th. All right, guys. All right, you got Talk it. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Uh, the guys from johnsyndicate.com. Here on a Tuesday, heading to the top of the hour, uh, where we're going to unveil Vegas Hockey Hotline for you here on AM 1400 KSHP. But we want to get over to the Sun Coast at the corner of Alton Rampart with our friend Mike Lewis, who is a big, and I mean big, hockey fan. And we go and hang out at the game. Uh, we'll be there uh, a week from Friday again. He's going to have the hockey night in Vegas promotions on Tuesday night. And will be a regular contributor to us on Vegas Hockey Hotline because he knows his pucks. Hello, Mike. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing, Brian? I'm good, bud. Watching uh, today's an interesting day. Teams putting their final rosters in. Uh, you see little things like Pittsburgh picks up Condon off waivers from the Canadians.